Welcome to One Dive at a Time, the official podcast of Neptune Warrior. Healing heroes, one dive at a time. I remember it was a couple of springs ago that I was diving in one of my favorite places to dive at one of my favorite times of year to dive. And it's out here at Lucky Peak. And at this specific time of year, it's right after the female bass have come up into the shallows and they have given birth to just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of little teeny tiny lead size, pencil point size baby bass. It's absolutely one of my favorite times of the year because at that point, I start really taking the opportunity to slow down, to make sure that I'm observing. And the cool thing is, is every week, and and I remember I dive out there, you know, that time of year, I'm out there just about every day, if not every day. And I can watch them begin to grow And as their numbers, you know, as the population begins to diminish, the fish are getting bigger. You know, obviously some of them are getting consumed by other, by other fish, but they're beginning to grow. They're, they're beginning to venture away from different nesting areas and, and things like that. And it's just fantastic to watch. But I remember it was on a very specific, uh, actually it wasn't a morning dive, it was an afternoon dive. And it was during a period where I was going through a lot of life changes. My family structure was changing. I was going through a divorce at the time. And that afternoon, some things had been said by myself. Some things had been said by my former spouse. And, you know, we, you know, we didn't really have a lot of, you know, arguments. But every now and then, things would, would blow up, right? I had this amazing sight in front of me. And instead, I focused on all the pain and all the hurt and all the what ifs and the shouldas and couldas and wouldas. And it totally took away from the dive. When I wrote Breathe, I wrote that program mainly to help veterans work through some of the things that they were going through, myself included. I mean, I wrote Breathe as, as really as my own therapy. It, it was almost as if, when I wrote the program, it was almost as if I had gone to a counselor or a coach and said, hey, I'm going through a lot of stuff right now. Let's do our, our coaching sessions or our counseling sessions underwater. So when I wrote Breathe, I wrote it specifically for that aspect of it. And here I was, I had totally, totally missed a great gift that was being given to me at, at that moment. And it was taking time to just relax. I mean, I, I couldn't solve any of those problems underwater anyway, so why worry about it? And that's really had me thinking since that time frame, as I've as I've gone through and breathe has grown, and you know, th- this last year we were able to move a lot of our operations here to my place, where you know where we had a a three foot pool, and I could I could do a lot of the breathe sessions in a highly controlled environment with lots of journaling, lots of coaching sessions, and 
and just really help people either work through the stuff that they had to get through or maybe just get a break from everything that they were trying to work through. What I want to talk about in this episode is the concept of be here now. Now, there's a couple different ways that I have used this. One is just to be in that moment, to get those gifts that are given up by the lake or the ocean and and experience the, the joy of that. And then the other one is to help work through problems. So what I did is is I came up with a it's not really a concept and, and these are these are pretty standard questions that's used in coaching or using mindful uh, mindfulness exercises, but I wanted to combine it into the aquatic environment. And so what I'm going to walk through today is the questions that I use with the people that I'm coaching and what that looks like when we're doing a brief session and someone just needs to really understand that concept of mindfulness and how we transfer that from the water environment back out to real life. As you know, I love the water. The water is my sanctuary. It's my safe place. It's, it's, the, you know, it's, it's, my, it's my mistress in many ways. The water's where I go to for validation. The water's where I go to for comfort. And just by adding the coaching element to it, I'm able to help clients and I'm able to help out our divers through some of the things that they go through. Now, quite honestly, I'm not helping them. I'm providing some tools so that they can really uh, help themselves and, and, and just get guided through it. But the, one of the first things I have them do, and of course, all this is transferred into their journal as we sit by the fire pit after the dive. Uh, in the springtime, I've got the fire pit going, you know, just to warm us up. Summertime, not so much. Usually by then, I'm, I'm grilling something on the, on the grill to, uh, for us to eat. But this is something I have them put in their journals. And there's five questions I have them work with. Now, they get this on a dive slate so they can be reminded about it and jot notes down on the dive slate as they need to. But the first one is, where's your body? And it sounds like a fairly redundant question, but it really isn't. Because how the person describes where their body is. And it could be something as, I'm in Rob's pool or... You know, even if we take these and we carry these exercises in not in our breathe program, but to my veterans that I coach uh, that are either going through a certification process or are certified, because I do use mindfulness exercises in the certification process. That's why my divers oftentimes will have six, seven, eight, nine, ten dives before they get certified, because some of those sessions might be just a mindfulness exercise to enjoy. And, and discover themselves and discover the water. But that first one is, where's your body? It's underwater, okay? Or it's, it's in a lake or it's in Rob's pool. And I have them describe and explain what that is because it ties into the next thing and that is, where's your mind? Now, that can come up with a lot of different answers. The mind might be, you know, Rob's had me balancing a golf ball or Rob's had me using story dice, which is another exercise that we, that we use. Uh, my mind is on 
the fact that I don't have a lot of money in my bank account right now. My mind is on the fact that I just lost my job. My mind is on my interview. My mind is on my girlfriend. Or maybe my mind is watching baby bass. My mind is watching a hairball bounce across the pool. Whatever it happens to be, I, I want them to describe and explain where their mind is. The beautiful thing about having a free mind is that it allows you to ask questions and, and be inquisitive, try different things. You know, there's there's different games and puzzles that, that we'll use underwater. We'll use puzzles that they have to put together or sort objects, whatever it happens to be. Or their mind could be, again, their 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 mind could be on on on, on just drifting. You know, they can't focus on something. And then that leads to the next question is, what are you focused on? Because you can be in a situation where your mind is present. It's, it, I'm underwater and I'm making, making sure that I'm breathing compressed air, blowing bubbles, checking my uh, submersible pressure gauge. Uh, but what are you focused on? And you might be focused on, man, I'm tired. I'm focused on that argument that I had. Uh, the next one is what's influencing you. And that influence could be, you know, I'm working really hard on the skill. I'm influenced by the fact that I'm cold. I'm influenced by the fact that uh, I have to, you know, I have to go, you know, I have to pee and I don't want to do it in the wetsuit. I'm influenced by the things that Rob has told me before the dive or I'm influenced by I'm, I'm fearful of dark places. Whatever it happens to be, again, we have them journal that. And then the last one is, where would you benefit best by focusing on? And we leave that blank. And that's one of the, the nice things about this exercise is that that person can then go in and say, man, you know, I really need to focus on this presentation I have to do tomorrow. I've got to present to five people. I've got to present to my boss. I have to present to 800 people on a, on a Zoom conference. Or I'd be best if I just focused on the moment. It'd be best if I focused just on breathing, using the somatic breathing exercises that, that I've been taught. Or I'd be better if I focused on reducing anxiety, whatever that happens to be. I use this as a way to really help my divers better understand more than just the the skill sets that go along with with getting certified or just the skill sets of being underwater again the uh, my my breathe divers breathe is a non-certification program approximately 80% of my folks in Neptune uh, are they they go through they go through breathe and uh, may or may not choose to get certified at a, at a later date. Uh, you know, twenty percent do come in and they and they want to get certified. But this is a way that we can use the water, not just as therapy to help them feel better, but to really give them life skills that they can transfer out into the real world. Because everything we've done on this exercise is something that they can do in a park, in their living room. Uh, in, in a den watching a fish aquarium, 
as long as they don't have those distractions like television or other people or crowds, it gives them an opportunity to be mindful, to be in the moment, to think about where's my body, where's my mind, where should I be focused at, what's influencing me. All those are different aspects of being mindful when you're underwater. That's all I have for this episode. I just so badly wanted to share, and I guess it's because I do get asked a lot of times, well, what what takes place in a breathe session? And this is just one of many things that does take place in a breathe session. It's just one of many ways that we help to transfer what happens underwater we take it to the uh, non-aquatic world. It's a way that we reach to our vets and have them reach inside themselves and, and help better understand themselves and become mindful and living in the moment. Hey, make sure that you check out my website, scubarob.com. Also, neptunewarrior.org is where you can go. And then, as you know, I've got an IG page, or I hope you know I have an IG page. Just type in the words, uh, scuba monk rob and you'll find what I'm doing in my personal life, semi-personal life. And then uh, don't forget that there's also Neptune Warrior Org out there on Instagram. Guys, thank you so much for letting me share this in this episode. Until then, as long as you've got air, you are all right. <laughs>